with Clapsync because it's just just the two of us. So hey, welcome back everybody, it's Briar. And uh, unfortunately, with due to budget cuts and uh, poor ratings, we had to <laughs> drop Jamel and Dalton off. So uh, yeah, they but found we found something cheaper. It's, uh, it's good old pal Jason Clark, he's back. They hey, found me begging for a uh, change behind Home Depot. So yeah, figured so, I'd do this. I mean, with demographics, it was uh, it's kind of a premium to have both Jamel and Dalton on. So yeah, having I Jason said I get to sleep on this chair tonight, so right, it's, it's better than the alternative. So right, yeah, I'm not too excited to have to be here either. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, a man's got to do what a man's got to do here. That's right. Yeah, no, we tough. We uh actually both Jamel and Dalton both planned on being in here, but couldn't. So they heard I was coming. Yeah, no, yeah. well, Jason, no, I'm out. <laughs> no, actually, they were both pretty bummed because I mean, think the last time. For those who are new listening, Jason's been on before. You should go listen to all his wild and wacky stories, which I'd like to get into because you still live a lavish, crazy life. <laughs> I don't know about about that. But, uh, yeah, I probably have some interesting stories that, that we could tell. Some new ones? Last, maybe. Maybe. I'd have, to, I'd have to check. I'm sure something. Actually, yeah, I, I do have a good one um, that I could tell you later. See? Uh, See? Cheaper entertainment. I wouldn't really call stories. it any sort of like lavish, um, lavish thing. More like a traumatic thing, but that's... that's traumatic? Mm -hmm. Why traumatic? Um, well, I could just go right into it if you want. I mean, why not? Yeah. Sure. We, we don't do a structure anymore. Um, well, my, my most recent interesting story is... Um, one where I was walking around my uh, neighborhood. I live in San Diego right now. And I was walking kind of away from the area that I live, but towards an area with hills and really nice houses. So like a really sort of like expensive. So bougie part. Yeah, like a really bougie part of town. Um, and uh, I was going to try to like go walk the hills because I had shin splints, I couldn't run, but I wanted to get some exercise. So I was walking over there, and as I'm walking there, I basically get to the bottom of the hill, and I need to cross the street to start going up the hill. But on my side of the street, there's no crosswalk, so I have to go to the left, uh -huh. cross the street to the left, and then cross over. So I push the button to go to the left, and I notice across the road from me, there's a lady, a uh, very normal-looking lady, um, but she looks very distraught. She looks very like nervous about something. She's kind of freaked out and she's not wearing any shoes um, And she's standing there trying to, to gauge the timing to go across the thing I'm gonna have to put it on pause pause the episode. My boss is calling hold. <laughs> hey, okay. We're back a Little intermission there. Sorry. Yeah, big time big time Briar had to take a, a big time call a business call Yeah, do some business is the business good so far, business sounds good. Business sounds stocks up. Yeah, stocks are up. Yeah, up. yeah. cashing in. Yeah, we're going public Still again. Out. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of people going public twice, but yeah, we're doing. No, it. I didn't know you could. Yeah, trendsetters yeah. here. I can't. We, we haven't disclosed our job. Kind of illegal. <laughs> eh, there's a, there's a lot of gray area, but it's fine, dude. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So last where you picked left off. You yeah. saw a psycho lady across the street. Well, well, she looked very normal. Um, she, but she looked like distressed, and she wasn't wearing shoes, and she was trying to cross the road where you weren't supposed to cross. 
Um, but I didn't think that much of it. I just thought it was somebody, I don't know, maybe like their dog got out and yeah. she was like trying to go find it. And so the light turns green for me to go to the left. I go to the left and I look back and I see that she does run across the street and makes it to where I was standing. Um, She's like following you. I don't think much about it. I, I have my headphones on and listening to music. And I push the button to then cross uh, forward uh, so I can start going up the hill. And I keep hearing this yell. But I'm by a playground, so I don't really think much about it. I just I just kind of hear it over the music and my headphones. I cross the street and I hear the yell again, and then I'm like walking up the hill. Then I hear the yell right behind me. Oh so, man! So I turn around, and she's standing right behind me with a super angry look on her face and about uh, a knife that has about a six-inch blade on it. Holy open. shit! Yeah, open in her hand, about two feet from from my body, maybe a foot from my body. She's holding it out. I turn around, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, like, <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Like, you see, okay, so you see this all the time in movies and stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah. you actually lived it. Yeah, like, you think you're gonna, like, do some sort of, like, kung fu disarmament move? No. Yeah! <laughs> I, see, I always think about that. I have weird, like, fantasies where I'll be sitting here, I'm like, alright, somebody walked through that front door with a gun, what am I doing? You're gonna yeah. shit yourself. What then. can I do? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, well, I turn around and um, I just basically put my hands up. I'm like, whoa, what? Like, what was going on? And um, I, I slid my headphones off and she goes, get away from me. Get away from me. And then runs in front of me where I was trying to walk, which was already away from her. Because, but lady, I'm trying to go this way. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was going away from you. Um, she goes in front of me about 10 feet and is standing there with like the knife out. And it's like, quit following me. Quit following me. Get away. <laughs> and it, this is how much sympathy you get if you're a guy being held up by a woman with a knife because there was no lady there that was on the on the street right next to me. Who just laughed and walked away. And no like, way. All right, thank you. You're over here getting mugged, and she's just like, huh, yeah. sucks me him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. So then uh, so the lady's yelling at me. And also on my mind at this point is like, if a bystander does just walk up right now, they're probably on her side. Because she's yelling at me saying, quit following me. Stay away oh, from me. Oh, no. And then I'm like, play, I... <laughs> Jason, who are you? <laughs> I just showed up here. I don't know what's going on. You're and just trying to go down the street, yeah, go to the Dairy Queen, but to... yet there's a playground and this crazy lady with a knife yelling, quit following me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So then I like backed up with, with my hands up, just like not trying not to be threatening. And every couple steps I take back, she like runs forward a couple steps towards me. And so I'm like, God, dude, just like, please, please don't. Just <laughs> yeah, please. just I'm trying to get away from you. I was never going towards you in the first place. And as I'm backing up, I slip one of my headphones up and pull out my phone and call 911. She's like, yeah, call the cops. Call what? the cops. I'm like, I am calling the cops. <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't need you to tell me that. You're the reason why I am. And, oh, my uh, gosh. 
and so whenever whenever she hears that like they um they the the operator picks up and uh she kind of sees that i really did call them and she just turns to the side sees an alleyway next to her and sprints down the alleyway and i walk back down to the, the intersection and i tell them what just happened and um i just st stay down at the intersection for a couple minutes and then like three police SUVs go past me and go down the alleyway. And then the craziest thing was a couple minutes later, a police helicopter starts circling around. Um, police helicopters are always around that neighborhood for some, I guess it's easy to, to, to get people that way. Uh -huh. They're always circling around. Like it'll be the middle of the day. We working. They'll be like, come out with your hands up or, what? or they'll be like, uh, we're looking for a, Oh, white man, six feet tall, brown shirt, whatever. Like you're like Jesus Christ, like Bearded. what's going on? Name's around Jason. Here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man, slowly, is this me? <laughs> slowly back into the house, pull the blinds down. That's one of those situations where you're sitting there like, like did I accidentally do something illegal? Yeah. Are they after me? Yeah, yeah. Well, anytime there's police around, you start wondering like, what have I been doing? Uh -huh. <laughs> I love the. There's a meme that's like. It might have been just a tweet, but it's like when you're walking through airport security and you're like, huh, did I accidentally stash a bomb walking onto this plane? Well, one time I accidentally did bring a knife with like a six inch blade or something like that because I brought a bag from Tulsa to wherever I was going and the bag I didn't bring with me. It was something that like I got here and oh, okay. it was already at the house or whatever and i put some stuff in it because i brought more stuff back with me so uh -huh. i was like i'll just use this bag and keep the bag and there was a big knife in it's it just a machete in there. <laughs> it was pretty big and uh they pulled it out they're like what is this i was like uh uh I didn't. I know you guys think this looks weird. I did not know that, that was. In Listen, there. I I know you get this all the time, but I yeah. promise that was an accident. Yeah. Well, they were like, "Well, I'm gonna have to like talk to my supervisor about this." Like, can you not just like throw it away and yeah, like, move on here? Throw, <laughs> there's like, nothing else in there. And they're like, "No, if it's only if it's over a certain size, like you you could be in some trouble here." I'm like. Oh my no. god, <laughs> no. Why do you always find yourself in these situations? <sighs> this one is just un unlucky. And yeah, the supervisor comes over and luckily, it must have been like I was coming home from Christmas or something like that because the airport was super busy. Mm -hmm. So the supervisor was just like, whatever, just let them through. So I was like, all right, if you're ever going to try to like sneak a gun on, try to do it when they're really busy and don't have time yeah. to like deal with And the they're short-staffed and they're getting laid off because nobody wants to work. And Yeah. You know. Now, now's perfect time. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. We're not endorsing. What do they call it? Like high, it's hijacking. Hijacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first one to say I'm against hijacking. Yes. I'm not afraid to say it. On public record, we do not endorse hijacking. I'll make a stand right here today. We actually endorse throwing our hands up and <laughs> letting, backing away, uh, backing slowly. away slowly. Okay. So what happened? Like, well, did the cops ever actually come? talk to you or find you yeah so they went and dealt with her first and then came back and and found me and um talked to me just asked me what happened and they were asking like did she say did she threaten you verbally like, did she say she was gonna cut you or anything like that like no so they're like all right well it's not really like i i guess they wanted to find out like it wasn't like um 
was it like life threatening or like was she threatening to do something? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, only like with her actions, but I wasn't that worried about it because they said like she was um, obviously like high on something and was having a, a bad trip. And uh, they found her, and I was like, she did have a knife, right? I didn't just, like, imagine that. Right. Like, oh, she had a pretty big knife. I was like, <laughs> like okay, well, that kind of makes you feel better. That I didn't hey, can you tell all up. your cop buddies that, like, I disarmed her in a super yeah. cool way? Yeah, can you can you write down yeah. something a little cooler there? So, it was like a 20-inch yeah. sword that she came uh, at me. Man says he was a total uh, baby about it. He <laughs> backed away slowly, cried a little bit, and Not then perfect. called us. Like, I've never said anything about crying. You Whoa. Put that down there. But yeah, uh, they they said basically they they were just gonna take her in and let her uh, work off her uh, trip, and then that was basically it, like a mental health type thing. Okay. Which cool. yeah, totally good with. But uh, it's weird because she looked like such a normal person, and it was in like like such a wealthy area of town. It makes me wonder if like some some like housewife like took a little something that she thought was something and had a little something else in it, uh-huh. and then just had one of like the worst days of her life and i just happened to innocently walk into her trip and was like the devil or something like that yeah. i was like dude whoa first of all she ran up on you you weren't even near her she came up behind me i know if anything i saw her and went the opposite way uh, i've seen some of those uh i was watching a compilation on youtube the other day of like karen's and like some of them are ridiculous and one of them it was this lady, she was in like a Macy's, throwing this fit that this other lady was in the store. The other lady wasn't doing anything, so the the other lady was filming her, and she kept screaming at her, get away from me, and the lady's like, I'm all the way across the store! <laughs> and it didn't matter, she kept getting closer, kind of like this lady was doing, just kept getting closer to her, and she, she's like, will somebody call somebody? Like, I'm yeah. not even doing anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen ones like that where... Uh... Where, where people freak out and like there that that lady who like lost her job who like uh who called nine one one because there was like a like a black guy walking through the the like central park yeah yeah, yeah yeah wasn't she doing that too she was like on the phone saying like he's a he's coming after me he's coming after me as like, she's like walking her, towards just him. like yeah like what <laughs> you're doing this to me uh that's like so I've always thought this is really strange I've always thought like if you had a restraining order against somebody. Could you just walk up like towards them, and then they just had to like leave yeah, further? Like, what? Just kept what? following them. Yeah, yeah. Like figure out like if um, yeah, figure out where like their their car is or something like that, and just stand in front of their car while they're in Walmart, and it's like yeah. hundred yards away. Yeah. Like sorry, sorry, sorry. Just bend down, tie your shoe. Yeah, up. I'm not coming towards you. I've been here. Yeah, I was uh, here first. Yeah, I didn't know this, this was your, your car. You you did this restraining order. Yeah. I didn't want to. No, I think in all reality, I think people with who have restraining orders against people don't want anything to do with that person and don't want to be around them. Uh, I think you're probably right. Yeah. I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. If, they, if you have any restraining order, you probably want it to be like indefinite distance if you could. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, Oh, you mean like the person who has one against them? Doesn't want to be around the person who. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one who actually filed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not going to be mischievous unless the whole thing starting from the beginning was crooked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they just, like, wanted to screw with them as much as they could. Like, they're really, like, vindictive. Yeah. Like, stand outside, like, the door to their job. 
This can't go to work today. I just thought of Sorry. that. Like they're standing outside that person's front, like they're standing in their yard just out yeah. the front door. What? And what? He's like, come on, I'm just trying to go to work, man. And he's like, nope, you're not leaving. Not today. Oh, man, that'd be brutal. Yeah, that's a real restraining order. Restraint. Yeah. Restraint yeah. your home. Speaking of restraints, uh, I bought an Oculus the other day. I think we were talking about that beforehand. Yeah, speaking of lack of restraints compared to other. Yeah, Dude, that's it. so let's set the set some history here. I bought one of the very first like HTC Vives because I immediately knew like, all right, VR, the future. Definitely. I can't get stabbed by a lady in VR. Definitely the future. <laughs> I can be safe at home while I murder other people. Exactly. Virtually. So I'm going to get to that because you and I had talked about a video, uh, a specific game. Yeah. Um, not a great experience for me. So I had one of the original Oculus, uh, or not Oculus, the HTC Vives. It's great. The setup was kind of a hassle, but I was like, you know, this is just brand new bleeding edge technology, right? So fast forward to now, I think that was like 2015, 2016. Fast forward to now, technology's changed and gotten a lot better. So I was looking at upgrading um, my Vive and because I wanted to get more into VR. And between the cost of getting, like, if I was going to upgrade the Vive, I'd get the Vive Index. How much is that cost-wise? For me, it would have been 900 because I don't have to have the base stations because I already have a set of base stations. How much is it with the base stations? If you 1300 I think. This. Yeah, it's very expensive. But we're talking, again, bleeding edge. Like, they have yeah. finger tracking, complete finger tracking and everything. The, the Quest has that now. I found that, um, yeah. So the, the graphics on the 2015 Vive are probably still oh, better were... than... The, the quest do you nope. think oh, okay because nope. I, I played that so long ago that was my first vr experience i did i didn't remember like which was better right so i don't know about the original quest maybe they're close to the Isn't same a big graphical difference it's more like the like the processing power between okay the, the one and two okay because see i hadn't the quest is all new to me honestly i was kind of the bougie guy like 100 percent wireless like what is this a phone like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. Well, I have, and the cost would make you think it's not good. Exactly. So, I but I heard nothing but great things about it. But I was like, okay, these are all people who didn't own a VR headset ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So, they're, they're, their opinion is skewed a little bit. But I got to thinking about it. I'm like, okay, it would be $900 to upgrade the headset or upgrade to the latest. It'll be... Probably another $1,500 to build another PC because right now I only have my one in my office mm. and everything's set up upstairs. So I don't want to have to haul it back and forth and all that. Yeah. So I was like, gosh. And realistically, I wouldn't be playing it a whole lot because I already didn't play my Vive a whole lot. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Just everybody's raving about the Quest 2. Let me text Jason because I thought you had the Quest 2. I didn't realize because you had mentioned it because we were going to actually link up and play. We were supposed to and never ended up doing that. But uh, so I messaged you and did my own research on the Quest 2. And you said basically go for it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's definitely the way to go. I have the Quest 1, but it's not that different from the Quest 2 at this point. There's a lot of games coming out now that are going to be only for the Quest 2 because Quest 1 can't handle it. Mm -hmm. But... Um, 
it's pretty awesome. I mean, the just not having to go through the 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 whole like setting up base stations makes you so much more like mobile as far as where you can take it. Because for people that don't know, the Quest is literally just a headset and controllers, yep. and the headset has four built-in cameras that track the room around you and the controllers, so that they so. That's kind of how it. I it, think it the does Quest the Two time. only has two cameras. Oh, okay. It's yeah, kind it of uh, like the tracking is nuts. So yeah. my first impressions, and I, I told Zoe this. I put it on. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It way lighter of a headset, first mm -hmm. of all, because there's just not like it's just different technology. Mm -hmm. But uh, the fact that I could read text and text looked so crisp compared to the Vive already sold me on it like, yeah that's one thing that i've heard about is the text is a lot clearer especially on the quest 2 uh like people who play the ps vr mm -hmm. apparently that's trash oh uh, i played it it's quest yeah uh, it's not bad but it's a very good entry level but i think now with the price point because the quest 2 is 299 crazy to me that is bonkers i think that it's like they're they're either losing money or they're selling them basically at cost they uh, have to be. Yeah. Because I think they make more off of, obviously, the information because Oculus is owned by Facebook or formerly known Facebook, now Meta. Yeah. Well, I think that they're trying to basically get it out in everybody's hands to then, like, build a social media thing around it, like, just in general. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So if you've been following some of the tech news, everybody knows that Facebook changed their name to Meta mm -hmm. as a company. Yeah, because um, they're they're apparently just driving home this idea of like a metaverse mm -hmm. where to me, the best way to compare it is like um, the Oasis from Ready Player One. And it hit me like I to me, that's still far off fiction, right? It's hard for me to actually see that in my lifetime, but it hit me when I was thinking about it. I'm like, because the biggest obstacle not only to build it but to get one in everybody's hands yeah but then i was like wait the vr market's already been growing if they open it up to everybody i mean it's game over they've got it yeah and then i bought the quest 2 and realized they're giving away a headset that's fully capable of doing it and it's a very inexpensive entry point i mean who do you know that had a vr headset before now uh, like, I only knew you. I was shocked you had one, to be honest. Yeah, I have one. David, Wiley, uh, Henry, I'm just naming people that, that I know that have them. Uh, another guy, Dan. I know five other friends besides you. So you and me, that's seven people that have VR headsets that used to only be one of us. That probably still would only be one of us with, without the Quest because it's, right. it's expensive. So, yeah, I mean, if it's just in the people that I know seven times over as popular then it's definitely growing pretty pretty fast and it's all the quest is what's driving it nobody yeah. that i know is buying headsets that aren't quests right and that's what i'm beginning to realize because again i came to this mentality like oh it's cheap like it's it's one of those novelty entry level things it's not going to hold any value and that was a complete lie i have played mine non-stop since i got it it's, it's it's surprising and like I love the mobility of it like um, taking your headset over to a friend's house and then playing like a multiplayer game in the same room or 
stuff like that is is really nice. See, it's I'm, so much more easy. I'm glad you brought up multiplayer games because one of the games you talked about, which I was very interested in, was uh, Population One. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a battle royale free for all game, but in VR. Like Fortnite VR. Yes. So I made it through the tutorial, mm-hmm. and then it drops you in. Like, right after the tutorial, you're dropped in. I don't know if you're in a live session. I wasn't, like, quite paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was like, go find, go run around, watch out for the zone. I think I was still probably in the tutorial, maybe. Probably. So I dropped in. I started going around. So you the movement in this, you do it with the joysticks on the controller. Like, you don't actually move. You can turn your body and look around and all that's handled. Um, but you're walking and everything's done with joysticks. Uh, I didn't make it through the tutorial before I wanted to throw up. That game, uh, it gets people more than most games because it's it's so much motion and it, it goes away eventually. It doesn't bother you or, or it bothers you less. Um, but I've seen videos of other people who, who tried it out for the first time and they got just like super sick. See, so VR never affected me. I was never one of the people that got motion sickness from it. Like if anything, I enjoyed that desensitization, sensi- what am I saying? Like being desensitized to like the world and not knowing where my body was physically, like fully immersed mm-hmm. in it. So did you play many games before that? Has that locomotion, that joystick? See, I always had the teleport. Yeah, the teleport travel exactly. is the way I want. I I prefer that for so sure. The reason why the 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 locomotion it messes with you is because you you're tricking your brain because your brain is thinking I'm moving right now, but physically I don't feel like I'm moving. So something weird is happening. Like sometimes I noticed in the beginning, if I was standing up playing a game like that. And I was moving forward, like I was walking forward in the game. So, but I was in real life, I was standing still. And then I would stop moving forward in the game. So I'd, I'd come to a stop. In real life, I would like fall forward because it was like because uh, you were thinking I was you were co- compensating for like inertia or something uh-huh. like that. And so you, you could tell like your brain is getting confused. And it's kind of the same thing as uh, as uh, like seasickness, yes. where what you're seeing and what you're feeling is throwing your body out of whack. And see that the root of seasickness is that that same feeling is the feeling that you get whenever you're poisoned. Um, really? Yeah. Think about like being like way too drunk. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you get the spinning, spin spinning, and so like your body's like, I need to get something out of me. And so seasickness basically simulates that and tricks you into feeling sick. And that's wow. kind of the same thing that happens with uh, VR. Is uh, th- that like brain body disconnection uh-huh. makes you think that you're 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 sick and need to need to fix something and one possible fix so, to get whatever's inside of you out. The good thing about this game is they at least try to combat it by narrowing the field of view significantly. Like when you're in motion, it it shrinks it down to where you're barely looking through. It's almost like looking through a barrel. Yeah, there's something about the peripheral vision that makes it worse if it's if you can see everything on your peripherals. Right. So you can adjust that too, I think, in a so, lot of games where it like it, it narrows it. And I think that came about, if I remember right, from some like military study. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I they were looking into that how like they, they figured out how like cutting out the peripheral vision uh removes that uh, I wonder if that's problem. and this is unrelated, but I wonder if that has anything to do with 
like the tunnel vision people experience whenever they're going through math. I don't know, probably not. That's probably completely unrelated, but I'm just drawing, trying to draw comparisons. Like whenever you're experiencing a lot of G-forces and you start to get tunnel vision, I don't know if that's Maybe. your body's natural reaction to like, or if it's just trying literally the lack of on. blood yeah. flow to those blood, to those um, cells. Maybe. But my arrogant ass decided to be like, so the game lets you adjust how much field of view you have. And it even warns you. It's like, warning, it's set to low for a reason. You can expand it to medium or high, but it's been known to cause some issues and mm-hmm. make people sick. So I'm thinking like, okay, never once had an issue of being sick with VR. Like even moving around. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I think I can handle medium. So forget the low stuff. Because in a battle royale, you want to see what's going on around you. Yeah, and especially if you've never been sick, like VR sick before. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, let's just do medium, right? Uh, instant, no, instant regret. Yeah. As soon as I dropped in, I'm, I got to thinking, I'm like, I'm going to throw up standing here. And the VR sickness, it lasts after you take the headset off. It like it's happened to me in the beginning. So much. And it's like 30 minutes later, you're still like, ah, oh, I feel like I was like, I have the flu or something like yeah. that. I feel sick. Yeah, you just go don't away. feel good at all the rest of the day. Yeah. And thankfully, like, this was at night when I got it. So, yeah, my experience with that game, I didn't even get to shoot anybody other than the targets. Like, Next time, try playing sitting down. Like, if you, especially if you have, like, a, a stool or something that, that will spin, like, a, I think of, like, a drum chair, but something that you can still turn in real life, but you can sit down on because that kind of, it kind of takes away some of that. You might still get it, but it goes away over over time too. One part of this game, besides just the walking, is that you also fly around. That which was is also tricky. not very helpful. Yeah, that for was VR sickness either, because you literally just like Superman fly. Yeah, you T-pose on people. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. how you throw out your gliders. But what's weird? So I'm glad you brought up the sitting down part because No Man's Sky came out with a VR. Mm. Um, they added a VR component to their PC version of No Man's Sky and you can actually like it's mainly teleporting but you do have a jump jet where you can jump up and hover to your next place so that's partially like non-teleporting movement but you get into the cockpit and you're actually sitting in the cockpit flying the ship Mm, like pull up go right into space it's the whole thing Yeah, and never once felt sick with that but i had set it up to where while i was out of the spaceship i was standing walking around and whenever i got into the cockpit like i actually would sit in that chair mm-hmm. and so it felt my brain it was enough to tell my brain like this is normal yeah don't yeah. worry about it yeah yeah it makes sense the first the first time i ever felt that sickness was from uh playing the rec room paintball because they set you up where initially you do the teleportation. I'm like, I don't like that, like the jumpiness. It kind of takes away from some of the immersion. Mm-hmm. So then I was standing up doing like the running around and in like five minutes, I was like, <laughs> No, I don't want to go back to teleporting, please. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it goes away, but it's like at first your brain is like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, Rec Room's fun. I enjoyed Rec, Rec Room. Fun. Um, so currently I've got, I went ahead. One thing I don't like is I'm having to repurchase games on the Oculus Store. I could play them on my PC, 
but you either have to be tethered with a Type C cable, which I actually bought one. I don't, I haven't tried it out yet because I've just been playing it wirelessly. Mm. Um, you try the virtual desktop. So I thought about that, like but that? now they have an AirLink. It's an experimental connection. Mm. So it's just like the cable hookup, but it's over your Wi-Fi network. Yeah. So they basically looked at like the fact that virtual desktop, whoever made that was making like 25 bucks off of it. Every yeah. Purchase. Every purchase. They're like, wait, we could do this natively. <laughs> yeah. So um, that I haven't tried that out yet, but that is one cool thing is like, I really, I'm keeping my vibe because now I own two VR headsets. So if anybody comes over, mm. we could definitely still have multiplayer games. That's nice. Which would be fine. But ultimately, I'm trying to convince everybody I know, like, listen, the Quest 2 is bar none. Yeah. So Think good. about how fun it would be if you had a group of, like, five guys playing something like Population 1. Or just or think something. about people, like, just in VR chat. Yeah. We, um... Or there's a, on the PC, there's Tabletop Simulator. Oh, that would be fun. I would love I would love to play like uh, Pandemic or yeah. like other games on that. that would flip be the table, fun. like literally yeah. flip the table on everybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, there's one application called Big Screen. Mm -hmm. uh, have you seen that yet? Uh -uh. It's basically, uh, it's basically like, um, sort of like VR chat, but you can hang out in different environments. Most of them are like a movie theater or like a drive-in theater. Oh, that's or, cool. Yeah. And it's like this massive screen. Um, or like a really nice house with this big screen and you can um, you can install a it's like a steam client for uh, for big screen mm -hmm. um, and then you can stream your desktop onto whatever screen is is, is up in big screen oh that's so nice. if you're in a movie theater you could play like video games you from your like computer on like a, a movie theater and you could also be playing with like five of your friends or whatever in the room with you. So I've even tested out putting up like Jackbox games on it and then having people just put in the code and then like just playing Jackbox games. Yeah, like, that's really cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. And that's those instances make me like a firm believer that this is for sure possible and it's going that direction. Yeah. Especially, I mean, VR chat. VR chat's like an open world, like just chat room, essentially. Yeah. Like, there's comedy nights, which is super cool. Like, everybody rotates and gets up on the mic, and you can customize your avatar to basically anything you want. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, to me, it wouldn't surprise me if Meta decided to like purchase the rights to that because they've already built such a foundation. I think they have their own thing that they're working on. Uh, it might even be out, but I think that Facebook itself is working on something like that. Oh, they're integrating like VR into the actual platform. Well, not 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 actually Facebook, but something like like uh, like VR chat. Oh, okay, it's okay. Kind of like like you would actually probably need a Facebook profile because mm -hmm. you have to have one to sign into Oculus, anyways. Which is one thing I hate. They, I think they changed it now. Oh, did they? Because when I got my Oculus, it gave me two options. It was like signing with Facebook or signing with an Oculus account. Okay. okay. So I think they changed it. For a little while, they made everybody sign with Facebook, and I was like, "This is how this is how it starts." Right. And they make everybody have to get on Facebook, but then that's kind of like then they can turn it into like a VR social media thing, which, mm -hmm. which I mean, would be pretty nice. Like think about if everybody had VR headsets during COVID, and we could all still just hang out. Like I got mine in the very beginning of COVID, and it was pretty nice to like 
Or play like a ping pong game or like and talk to a person or so like fun. it is so fun or play like a poker game mm-hmm. and it's just like talking with like other people it's like man i'm not getting to do this in my normal day to day right now so yeah. this is pretty cool one thing another thing that i really liked about the quest too i don't i like the fact that i don't have to wear headphones so yeah. that that actually used to give me some anxiety being that immersed into it because like Especially if I knew, well, actually, it's worse if I knew I was home alone. Oh, yeah. Because I'm my whole, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, if somebody breaks in right now, some crazy mm-hmm. lady with no shoes walks up to the front door and just busts her way in. Yeah, she's having the, I can't the do truth anything. of a lifetime. I would man. never, I would have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And so I love, because the Oculus, or the Quest, it will, um, it's got speakers on the headband. And they sound pretty good. They actually do sound really good. Um, don't they're not isolating, which I actually prefer because then like Zoe actually scared me. She came upstairs and just to check on see how it was going. And I heard the door, but just hearing that noise scared me a little bit because I knew it was like yeah. I'm playing Beat Saber and then I hear a door opening. I'm like, uh, I don't think this is part of this. <laughs> oh, Julie will just purposefully sneak up and then just like oh, jab the me worst. in the stomach or something. That's like, the you? worst. Yeah. I think that the quest is, uh, if they don't already have it, people have found in like the files of like like some of the update mm-hmm. files for the quest that they are doing a thing where like if something walks into your guardian, which is like the the area that yeah. you draw that you have to stay in, um, if something walks in there and it senses like some sort of motion, it'll make make like a ghost thing. And the idea is like if your kid walks in, you don't just like punch him in the face. On yeah, so on your dog. I got worried about that. So that actually happened. Gizmo came up. Gizmo's my cat. Mm-hmm. And he came up to check on me. And I felt him. I was playing Beat Saber. And I felt him rub against my legs. So I'm like, okay, I know where he's at. It's fine. But then Beat Saber sent the walls at me so i had to shift over to the right right oh, where yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> and i was like gizmo no get out of the way i'm sorry buddy but there's a freaking wall coming at me right and so <laughs> that that's a really cool idea one thing that was interesting with the guardian that i still haven't figured out how they were able to do it um so the guardian like jason was saying is you just draw you point at the ground and draw your play area and draw a circle where you want to be at and then it throws up a virtual wall in that area. If you have something projecting out of that, like a chair or something, it will show a red spot where that chair is, like the corner of the chair. I, I When I was drawing my player area, I accidentally clipped like the corner of my chair. And then it just showed a red spot like the chair was breaching into that play area so it, it still alerted me like hey there's still a chair here like it knew there was an object there which was really cool yeah it's impressive how how it knows and that that feature where you're drawing the guardian it uses the cameras and it actually shows you inside the headset what you're looking at so like you see the actual room around you through the cameras and it's kind of like a grainy like black and white picture it's mm-hmm. not perfect right now uh, but it works for that and I think eventually they're going to work on some features. Some people on, on Reddit who are like uh, VR developers have played with it a little bit to do things where um, they basically create like augmented reality mm-hmm. where you're looking around your your house, but then it's like a VR game in your house. Or like the one I saw was like a horror thing oh, where no. like he was in his house and he like went out to his uh, the door of his bedroom and like looked, like peeked his head out and looked down the hallway 
and it was like the thing that the girls from the shining or whatever oh, standing at the nuts. edge and then you go back in and like you look back out they're closer like you, you could do a lot with that eventually so that's i i can honestly say like i use that i um because they give you the option to uh oh turn it on mm. when you're on the dashboard and so i turned it on and I, I walked downstairs with the headset on, climbed down my stairs and everything, and walked to the living room and talked to Zoe. And the cameras were good enough that I wasn't scared of running into anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's grainy, but it looks pretty clear. It's not yeah. bad. Like, it's, you see the outline of everything. So yeah. you can, for sure, I mean, clearly I walked from upstairs, downstairs, and then back up without ever taking the headset off. A couple things that are getting me about the headset is... I think it's narrower than the Vive was, so I have a harder time with my glasses. I've actually taken it, gotten it, like my glasses technically fit because I, I measured them before. Uh, Oculus has like a measurement guide and I measured them before I bought it and I was technically like two millimeters like under the limit. Mm. So I knew it was already going to be a tight fit, but man, my nose, like the bridge of my nose hurt so bad after the first night of playing. Now I'll actually take my glasses off, stick them in the headset where they're where it needs to go, and then put everything on. Yeah, did did they give you a glasses spacer? Yes, and okay. I put that on, and that that actually I enjoyed that. But one cool thing that I found is you can buy prescription lenses for the Quest. Oh really? Yeah, like wow. they're only eighty bucks. And wow. You send your prescription into this company, and they make Quest lenses that have your prescription in them, and then you just pop them out and pop the new ones in. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so that was that's another really huge idea. like selling factor for me, and it's inexpensive. I mean, eighty bucks is really not bad for prescription lenses. No, it's not. Yeah, I've played like I, I have glasses. Technically, I do fine without them, but mm -hmm. sometimes when you're playing for hours in VR, you want them, and so I've I've used them, but it's uh, it kind of. It also kind of gives like a glare onto to to the uh, the lenses of your glasses. It's not perfect. So having like the lens actually built in would be great. Really nice, yeah. My main uh, annoyance with, with the Quest, which is a small part overall, I love the Quest, but I get bad, and I don't know how it is on like the Vive, but I get bad, um, I think they call them like God rays. But if it's like, if say it's like the, the startup screen where you see like a white circle, which is the Oculus symbol, mm -hmm. and then everything else is black, I see like, a repeated like like uh like ray on my peripheral vision and in that thing like big screen like i talked about sitting in like a dark theater and then looking at like the the screen you kind of see that like repeated image across your peripherals or his rays and it's oh, kind of distracting i see what it's it, like it's, you're wearing glasses like smudged glasses yeah i see what you're saying so my glasses are like three years old and scratched and the coating's falling apart on them. So I'm so used to that. That's just like everyday life. Yeah, here. for me, I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> like, <laughs> this sucks. I would hate to have to look around This is just my like life. <laughs> no, they've gotten to the point where I've cleaned them. I keep wanting to clean it, and I know it's one spot where the coating is just worn off. You just and keep hoping that it'll be like the right shirt material that will one day. Yeah, like, oh, yes. I mean, I buy all the best cleaners <laughs> and everything, and nope, doesn't make a difference there. Like, you know, this might just be permanent. But no, I... I strongly strongly recommend the quest i mean so i actually subscribe to uh, uh supernatural <laughs> funny enough not the show great the, show i heard yeah great show yeah yeah 
<laughs> Love it. It's favorite. <laughs> so Supernatural is actually a, I would compare it to Beachbody. Um, it's a workout program. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's like $20 a month, which is cheaper than Beachbody because Zoe pays for Beachbody. And you have four different types of like workouts. You have boxing, their version of Beat Saber, which they call Flow. Yes, then you've right. got Stretch and um, Meditation. Like they actually oh, do nice. Recovery, which is based off Meditation. So I tried it for the first time last night and it kicked my ass. Really? Yes. And I didn't think it would. So I played Beat Saber and I got a workout playing Beat Saber because like when you're playing on the higher difficulties, you have to move your arms pretty quickly. Yeah. And But you don't move the rest of your body. Where yeah. I've never got like a really good workout from, from Beat Saber. Supernatural. They've got it down. So when you're calibrating it, you stand up straight. And so it calculates your height. Then it tells you to get into a squat. It really makes you squat. Then. Yes. Yeah. They tell you to squat down. So then you calibrate where your squat level is. And then you have to get into a lunge on each side. And it has you calibrate your lunges. So in boxing, when you're you're going through and you're punching the targets coming at you, yeah. they uh, bars will come through where you have to duck underneath them. And then they have them where they come in at a diagonal and you have to bob. And get out of the way and the whole time you're like you're supposed to keep your core tight while you're actually nice. doing it and it was shocking how like my legs were burning like it was a great workout yeah i mean that's basically like a, a straight up kickboxing class mm -hmm. like, people compared it to zumba because it's all rhythm based oh yeah just like beat saber so they were like if you love zumba like this is great for you another really good workout um is a game called thrill of the fight have you seen that on there? Is that, is it a boxing it's one? It's boxing. Yeah. It, it's, it's just like you're actually fighting uh, an opponent. Um, but like when I first got my quest, it was summer and I was doing that. Um, it's like a workout during COVID. And I would just be, uh, like I was living with uh, my girlfriend at, at the time. We live together now also, but this was like in a different place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, was at, I was at her place and I would just be like in the other room in my underwear playing this boxing game just totally <laughs> drenched in sweat uh -huh. and my quest would be overheating it's a really good workout i also i'm sure like wait your quest would actually too. overheat um well it wouldn't actually like it would there's a fan inside that oh. only turns on whenever it's really hot so like i could tell and like the you knew it was, it was like, kind of fogging up a little bit so do you have a foam is yours yeah. foam? So yeah, on the Quest 2, the they've given you the silicone cover. That's better. And I was shocked at how the water just ran right off my face. That's nice. So I was super stoked about the, that. The foam is gross because, like, if I played it and then I gave it to you, you would slide the headphone off. <laughs> it's or like the, the headset on. It would be, like, sponge. cold sweat on your forehead. It's like, oh. So the only thing about the silicone <laughs> is they said that I was reading some Reddit reviews on it, and they were saying that, over time, it'll get slimy feeling because just the built-up oh, grime man, from sweat gross. and everything. <laughs> but it just slips over the top of the foam. So you can pull the whole silicone part off, go wash it, and then put oh, yeah. it back on. And it doesn't de deteriorate the foam, which I was pretty excited about. Nice. But this workout, um, if you just subscribe, they give you a foam or they give you a silicone guard that's got their logo on it. Oh, which yeah. Is really they know. Cool. Yeah, they know. They know. <laughs> but I'm going to continue that and see how that turns out. But so far, the boxing, just the entry level one. Yeah. It was a workout. It was only 20 minutes, but it wasn't. It wore me out. 
I believe because I played. I think they changed the name. It used to be like Box VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed it to something. Else. I think Fit VR. I think it's like it's similar to that, and that was a really good workout. So I, 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 and I think Supernatural is better than that. So yeah, Supernatural is cool because, like I said, it's like Beachbody. So there's a whole social side behind it. Nice. Um, it actually links with the Apple Watch. So when you go, you can turn on start tracking on your Apple Watch, oh, and then nice. when you play, it records the Apple Watch tracks your heart rate, which yeah. then sends it to the VR set so you can see what your heart rate was, where you were at, and all that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool system. And again, that's just another thing that I'm like, this is so intuitive and it works so well. Yeah. This is going to take off. Once people catch wind of it, I mean, I think it already is. Mm-hmm. The Quest 2 was sold out forever. Dude, the Quest 1 was never really available like whenever i got it it was totally sold out um i had to buy it off a guy on like offer up for cash that he had bought a bunch it was never in stock it would be like um it'd be like in stock for like a week Mm -hmm. and then it would be sold out again and it was that way the entire time until like the quest 2 came out Mm -hmm. it was net so it's like it's pretty high demand for it to just never be available and i think the quest 2 came out the same time the newer consoles did yeah so like i'd always go to target and i just meander the the gaming like section and you just see an empty cabinet for playstation 5s empty cabinet for xboxes and then empty cabinet for oculus and that's another thing too they're marketing the hell out of it yeah yeah you see it a lot i see it a lot on my stuff because i probably have like talked about it online they know but uh if if i didn't already have a quest then i definitely would have noticed that it came out like i would have checked it out by now i'm seeing it everywhere yeah it's nuts so uh facebook is on their way or sorry meta is on their way to uh, uh taking over yeah i mean as long as they're not harming anybody there's a whole like we could not, we could yeah, do a whole other episode been, about this. They've been so good so far that I I yeah I for one trust them. I, I think, trust them. Okay, I have this <laughs> galaxy brain conspiracy theory about big tech because I'm did, starting uh, to see trends. Did did Jafufu give you this? Yeah, story? yeah, <laughs> yeah. He on his way out the door. He was like, hey. hey. Put this one last time on the podcast. Jafufu's truth. Yeah, you don't see me. If you never see me again. Big tech, right, makes all their money on people's information. Mm. Everybody knows, I'm going to use Google as the example. Everybody knows Google used that information to train their AI stuff. Um, And everybody else started to follow suit, like all the other social media platforms. Most of them are advertising, but ultimately they're still collecting that data. Now I think they've gotten to the point where that is no longer valuable for them because they don't need it anymore. So how they were used to be like Facebook and Google used to just track everything. Now we're starting to see all these big data companies start to backpedal on this stuff. Like, oh, you know what? No, it's fine. We won't track you. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because there's no more monetary gain out of it. So now they're making themselves look like the good guys by stopping that. Well, didn't, uh, didn't, I, I forget how it worked out, but didn't Apple basically like undercut Facebook in a way by uh, they have to accept like cookies or something on like, no, everything? So, what was the deal with that? So, yeah, Apple had to, um, they allowed any iOS user 
the ability, well, they allowed any iOS user the ability to control what was tracked. Yeah. Like, kind of like Android will do it too to an extent. Like, you can change the permissions. But did they but, make it like automatically opted out? So, like, that's the, the default. No. Oh, okay. But the thing was to be on the App Store, the developers had to give users that option oh, to yeah. not track them. So then Facebook is so like, Facebook well, had literally no other option to do it. Yeah. Because they would have gotten kicked off. And I think, I think iOS and everything makes up still like 75 percent the american market yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that would have just crippled them like they were upset about it yeah but well and so and so then it's in facebook's best interest to be like well if we're not going to be able to collect all this if we're kind of screwed then we might as well try to look like a good guys on the way out exactly like, <laughs> that's why they changed idea. their name and, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm telling i'm calling it right now these tech companies, they're done with our information. They're no, it's no longer viable. And now they're moving towards something else. Um, I think it's probably, they're still interested in, in the information, but I hope that the trend of like, I hope the trend of, uh, I mean, there's only so much you can in, collect in, on people. Yeah. In California, I don't know how it is here, but there's a law where, um, you, you can't track somebody's cookies without them accepting it. So, it's kind of annoying. Every single website you go to, you have to it accept cookies. Pops it pops up. up. But they also do it in a very misleading way. Mm -hmm. Like they make it look like something and then the options are just like, got it. Or if you don't want to accept cookies, it's like, okay, well, let us, you have to go to this other page, select all this stuff. Yep. It's like you make it annoying to say no. Like they, There's a barrier of entry almost because yeah. they're, they give it a, t there's a tax to it or a task to it. Yeah. One thing that's I like that about that California is doing is if you happen to do like be one of those people that just click accept all. Mm -hmm. If you live in California, you have the option and all websites have to provide this now that says do not sell my information. Mm. Um, it, you might look at you look into that because I tried to do it like it pops up everywhere. Obviously, like websites are not going to make a curated web website for one state versus everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it pops up for everybody. But if you go online and hit do not, there's most likely an option on their website that says do not sell my information. I submitted it and they were like, no, we don't have to abide this because oh, I wasn't yeah. a California resident. Yeah. Oh, where do you live? Yeah, so? exactly. Oklahoma? No, we're making money. No, this is my data. <laughs> Does this look like a handout to you? Right. <laughs> so I, I like seeing those trends. Um, speaking of trends, Apple announced today. We can't go long. We've already gone. Almost an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we're probably running up. Against we're running up time, but this I is figured, the, this I mean, is an extended episode. This is the uh, the Thanksgiving special. Yeah, because this, will, this will <laughs> or actually, whenever this comes out, yeah, whatever the closest holiday is. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving if it's already passed, and <laughs> get ready for Christmas. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I know this is going a little bit long, but I figured it was a special occasion. You know, we, yeah. it's not very often you get rid of two co-hosts and. Your friend from California comes in, so. Yeah, that's right. So after this episode, it'll just be me flying solo. Wait, what? You're, what? You're just going to do some solo episodes after this? They're done. Yeah, we got rid of them. Oh, oh yeah. Them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Good. You know what? Good. I always felt like it's they were the weighing best. this thing down. It's I always felt best. like I'm the one that was carrying the team on this. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you got Janelle obviously. playing the victim all the time. Of course. Dalton just, gosh, Dalton. He likes big bangs. It's yeah, I know. I mean, is there anything good we can say about Dalton? <laughs> That's all you need to say to, to get the whole picture. Right, yeah. There are Ladies. people in this world who like Big Bang Theory and people who don't. Exactly. 
Don't be one of those. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll end it here, Jason. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and telling stories and talking VR. Yeah, this was fun. I feel like this was uh, a good conversation of both uh, insane stories and uh, mutual interests. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I only get to see you like three times a year. So. If you guys, uh, if anybody gets a quest, add me on there. My name is Craven Moorhead. Uh, nice. <laughs> Nice. K R A V E N M O O R E H E D D. You're gonna spelled get like a Dungeons and Dragons character. That's actually really cool. Craven Moorhead. You're gonna get a bunch of people that send you requests, and you're like, "Who are these people? Yeah. I don't know any of you. I don't remember this. <laughs> How'd you get this?" <laughs> well, depending on when this comes out, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Uh, don't be surprised if you don't see anything come out. We might record, we might not. We'll see. Happy but holidays. Jason won't be on it. I can promise that. Yeah. He's going back actually like next week. Yeah. Two days from now. Yeah. So, Jason, you just want to take us out? Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, this has been the Modern Thinking Podcast with Briar. I think we've actually changed the name. This has been the. It's just, I, I think we're just Modern Media Group now. This has been the Modern Media Group Group's podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Briar and featuring special guests. Jason. No, can you uh, can you change my name to like Big Daddy B? Featuring Big, Big what? Big Daddy B. Like Big Daddy do, B? Do, just do, Jason, just do the whole thing again. <laughs> just do the this whole has thing. Been, this has been the Modern Media Group's podcast with Big Daddy B and Craven Moorhead. All right, yeah. Well, Thanks for joining craven morehead i love it all right anyway thanks everybody we'll see you soon bye everybody